0: Hello and welcome today. This is Dr. Allison with Little Black Bag Medicine and today's conversation is going to be about gluten, going gluten-free, how it impacts you, why you should consider it, and how it's related to leaky gut and autoimmune conditions. So I don't know about you, but in my world, um, leaky gut has been a laughable thing. Um, Not in functional medicine, but you know, we'll have friends come over and they'll say, oh, this gluten-free thing is a fad, it's just like paleo or Whole30 where people are just trying to cut things out of their diet because they think they're going to lose weight. There's nothing wrong with gluten. And as I've been practicing for more than 10 years now, I'm looking at people's food and working with them with nutrition, doing a lot of blood work with the changes in how sensitive our testing has become for blood tests with food sensitivities and what's a true allergy and what's the sensitivity what is an autoimmune condition how do we test for it and how do we figure out where it's coming from I am here to tell you that a gluten sensitivity is a very real thing we can test for it we can prove it and we can show you how gluten is affecting your immune system your gut and your overall health so There is a difference between a true allergy and a sensitivity. There is a difference between celiac disease and a sensitivity where someone who has celiac or a true allergy, which is an IgE-mediated response, that is a true allergy that's part of the immune system that gets activated. And then there's a gluten sensitivity, which can be found through IgA, IgM, or IgG response to gluten. So if you do a blood test, Not a hair test, not a saliva test, not a skin cell test for allergies. You have to look at IgE for a true allergy and IgG for a sensitivity that says that your immune system is kicked up when your body eats these things. So a gluten sensitivity really promotes overall inflammation in the body and it is found in foods, obviously, right, we mainly think of wheat and pastas and cereals, but it's also found in other grains, including spelt and rye and barley. And oats are technically gluten-free, but oats can be contaminated by gluten during processing. And also, there's another issue with cross-reactivity, and so I'll get to that in a second. Now, why are so many people sensitive to gluten? Why is it popping up so much all of a sudden? Right. It seems like 10 years ago, no one was really talking about it, and now every day someone has a gluten sensitivity and is trying to cut out of their diet. Well, one of the reasons why is that gluten is a very powerful um, protein. And so when you eat this protein, it goes into your stomach and then into your small intestines. And this is how we develop sensitivities to anything, including dairy or different proteins, different vegetables and fruits, is that we have leaky gut. Now our gut cells can open and close based off of what's coming through. Like if there's an infection and the bacteria come into your gut, the cells will open, the bacteria will go through into the bloodstream. The immune system will see it, tag it, and say, hey, the rest of the immune system in the body, here's an offender, if you see this, we need to kill it. And what happens with leaky gut is that the cells become open. And they're open on a regular basis and everything starts to come through. So these big proteins like gluten come through. The immune system tags them and says, hey, if you see this, there's a problem with it. And what happens is that the gluten starts flowing around in the bloodstream. The big problem with this, and this is how autoimmune issues become involved, is because the immune system will be... Given this information about this protein that is gluten. But gluten looks like a lot of other body parts. It looks like the thyroid. So when the immune system's hanging out by the thyroid and it's testing and making sure everything's okay, when it tests the thyroid, this is very simplistic language, and I just want to give you an overall view without going into the hardcore physiology. But it has the immune system tests the thyroid and says, wow, this looks a lot like. Gluten, it looks like this protein, and I'm told I have to attack it. So the immune system starts attacking the thyroid. Another thing that I see commonly is the brain and the cerebellum. So people who have brain fog, memory issues, balance issues, they have to stop eating gluten because the body looks at the brain and it says, wow, this, again, this blueprint for gluten that I'm supposed to attack looks a lot like the brain and the cerebellum. This often happens with viruses like Epstein-Barr, which is mono, and when the body says, oh, this virus, we need to attack this virus, wow, this also looks like the brain or the joints or the pancreas. So there's a very, very long list of organs that the body will associate with gluten, such as the thyroid, adrenal glands, the brain, the ovaries and testes, joints, bones, liver, and also nerves. So we have to really be aware of what symptoms are you having because gluten can affect that. What is your gut health like? Do you have bloating? Do you have gas? Do you have indigestion? Do you have SIBO? Do you have diarrhea, IBS? All kinds of things are associated with this leaky gut, which leads to the gluten sensitivity. If you don't fix the leaky gut, the gluten sensitivity will only become worse and you will only have more food sensitivities. And I think this is really important to understand that cutting things out of your diet, yes, is step one. But it also means that you have to seal up the lining of your intestines so you don't have more issues in the future. So what that means is... First, you can get a stool test done or a blood test done for zonulin, Z-O-N-U-L-I-N. That is one of the markers for leaky gut. Zonulin is an enzyme, essentially, that comes into the gut and it opens up the cell. So if you have a very high level of zonulin, it means that you have leaky gut. And that's one way that we know. And so when you have this and you have this leaky gut and you say, well, I'll just take out gluten, the problem is that you still have the leaky gut so whatever you're eating next will probably be a lot of right so you cut out gluten you're like well i'm just going to replace it with quinoa and rice and then a couple months later you can't eat quinoa or rice because of this leaky gut because you still haven't sealed up the intestines so <coughs> that is one thing that we really have to make sure that we're being careful with to always take control of the leaky gut first um, Cyrex labs and a number of other labs will do some great um, cross-reactivity testing for gluten, and Cyrex also does the best antibodies for autoimmune system because a lot of times your doc will just run your ANA and it comes back completely normal, and they say, we don't know what's going on with you, when really you have this underlying leaky gut that's promoting inflammation immune system activation and autoimmunity and your body's literally just eating itself to death. So we really have to take control of why is this happening and what is happening. Some other things associated with leaky gut as well as gluten is of course autoimmunity, chronic fatigue, depression and mood issues, type one and two diabetes, cardiovascular disease, IBS and bowel issues, obesity, And in children, um, because of this breakdown, it promotes type 1 diabetes, allergies, asthma, and autism. We have a lot of research on that, um, of autism with leaky gut and all kinds of issues there. And so it's really important, again, to just make sure that you're paying attention to what's going on in your body. And I would recommend that, as a basis, um, that you do a gluten-free trial for about two weeks. And see how you feel. And the reason we say two weeks is because um, the immune system is still activated and we need to get the inflammation down in the body. So it takes about three to four days to get the inflammation down, to get your immune system response down. And then it takes a week or two to actually for the body to start recovering and healing and, and feeling better. So, this is not a I went gluten free for one day and nothing changed. Gluten free doesn't work for me. It's more about I went gluten free for two weeks and I now you're either going to feel a lot better, feel a major difference, or you're going to feel a little bit of difference but you're not sure and then you're going to go back and you're going to have pizza or Um, gluten, right, you're going to overdose yourself, and you're going to notice, oh my gosh, my headaches are back, my joints are hurting, my skin is breaking up, I didn't realize how much it was affecting me since I've been off of it. So for January, I am doing a going gluten-free program, and I will put the link um, in the bottom for you, we're going to go through a lot um, in depth about what gluten is, what to do, why more on the physiology, and why you shouldn't eat it and then what are the next steps? And, of course, the first step is freak out and be mad at me, which I tell my patients it's okay because it's scary and it's very stressful. Um, and then we figure it out and how are we going to go gluten-free and go from there. So enjoy the rest of your day. Um, check out the comments for the Going Gluten-Free program. And we'll get that out to you as soon as possible as I can get it done over the weekend. And I will catch you on Monday for our next podcast. Thanks everyone.